Uh, say hello, good afternoon, good morning, good evening. I always have to say everything because I speak to people all over the world. Mm -hmm. So uh, this is the Ladies Go Live. This is season two, series two. Power of the Man, Joe Stepke, the man of the moment. <laughs> the man of the moment. Well, <laughs> thank you. And it's morning here. It's 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So, Well, I have yes, to say it's all morning. awesome because it's morning for you. It's afternoon for me. And for our friends over like India and the other side of the world, it's, you know, evening. So that, that would make sense. That would make sense. You have to do um, a, like a Bruce Almighty thing. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening, wherever you are. So hey, welcome. Yeah, I, I can't even remember how he did that, but now I'm going to have to look it up. So that's all right. Thank but God. thank you for having me on here, Liz. It's all right. So it's fun to talk to you. And you do well, some awesome things. I try. Um, I try to do some awesome things. Um, I mean, personal, professional. Um, the older I get, I think the more the awesomeness wears out a little bit. And it's more in um, when my family looks at anything I do, it's like, oh, my God, you could still do that. So especially when I'm able to do the cabbage patch, cabbage patch still or like, you know, doing the little dancing thing or the Roger Rabbit. They still laugh at that. But that's a whole nother subject. Sorry. I keep practicing on that one. <laughs> I, I will. I will. <laughs> okay. Well, obviously, it's all about you. So, obviously, I know you, but not everybody knows you. So, what do you do? Obviously, you're Joe the finance guy, but what does Joe the finance guy do? Um, good question. I was talking to somebody last night about this, too. Um, one of my merchants called me up, or it was a referral. But what Joe the finance guy is, I work for a company. Well, hold on one minute. Before I start, I have to do this on every show. Um, all the opinions and thoughts expressed on this show has no bearing or um, on anything. They're, they're not of a SEMA credit. They're not of Rena Center. It's all of Joe the Finance Guy. So they are, all those opinions and thoughts are expressed by me, not those companies. So just wanted to put that out there since that's who I work for. Yeah. Uh, but with that being said, I offer an alternative payment option for retailers that mm -hmm. cost them nothing to use us. Basically, it's a LTO in retail stores. So a customer could come in if they have no credit, bad credit, um, even people with good credit that don't want their credit ran. They mm -hmm. could come in, use our services and get what they want and um not have to really worry about, oh, how am I going to get this or whatever? They could come in and do that initial payment is a, a low to no initial payment and they get it and it, they take it to their home and make payments on it. So very simple, but there's no cost to the retailer. Now, the difference between myself and most other LTOs out there where I branded Joe the finance guy is because I try to be a partner with people. You know, somebody calls me up and they're they're interested in, you know, what would you do to market? Um, you know, it's one thing to lead them to, well, you want to market a, us. You want to market our program. No, I talked to them about marketing their own business, going out there and doing hand-to-hand -hand combat. Now, this was pre-pandemic. However... You, people are buying still and yeah. we all still go out to lunch. Yeah. It does happen. I mean, we, listen, I, ha I haven't <laughs> missed a meal yet. I'd stand up for you and show you. I, 
I haven't missed a meal yet. But anyways, we're all still going out to lunch. And some of the retailers, when I'm talking to them, I go, well, when you go out to lunch, have you ever thought about going to a, you know, when you're there at that, you know, wherever you're eating at, you know, fast food chain, whatever it is, and talk to the manager and go, hey, listen, I'm, I own the business around the corner. I just want to let you know, you and all your employees, they're automatically gold card members in Joe's Furniture Store. Now, a gold card member could mean anything. It's what you make it up to be. So mm -hmm. it's just and basically in a nutshell, it's helping them grow their business and not just being that guy that comes in and signs them up. I want to be able to help them in all areas. And that's why if you go to my website, uh, the partners tab, mm -hmm. it was designed not just for the retailers to give them backlinks, mm -hmm. to help them with their websites, you know, like to build their SEO score or whatever. It was more to if somebody came up to me and they're going, hey, listen, I'm I need some help. I'm looking for, you know, somebody to help me lose weight, exercise or whatever. Oh, well, I know a person. Yeah. And it's almost like that. I want to say that mobster mentality a little bit, because now I could go, well, go to my partner's tab, click on mind and body house and get into contact with Liz. Mm -hmm. I, I use that. I think you're one of my partners. And if not, you better, you better, you better send it to Ira and get him to put it on there right now. And Ira, if you're watching this, we need to get Liz on there. So Kelly and them are on there. So get Liz. Um, <laughs> but it is there to help. So I could go, Hey, listen, I know a person. And also how oh, we Cause if you know, boosting that is because you give a referral automatically it's got substance. Because that's the thing, particularly if you're looking in finance or things like that, you know, people go, how, you know, how do I know I can trust them? Right. What trust. And that, that's funny. Another person I was talking to yesterday, it was in the morning and he owns an HVAC company. Mm. And we talked about his needs. He's going, I wonder how I could partner with you. Love your profile. Love what you're doing. You know, I, I wanted to see what you, you know, how could we partner together? And I go, well, listening to you, I think what you would need is something like a six months, 12 months, same as cash type thing. I referred him to one of my friends on LinkedIn, who is part of another company um, that is not an LTO option. That is more of a traditional financing. And there's three levels, traditional, um, secondary, tertiary, which is what I, I'm part of. Yeah. And But I gave him the, I connected them through LinkedIn uh, with the traditional yeah, and just wanted to help him. And then he was interested in a website. He wanted to get his website built out. I go, hey, listen, I know a guy. And it's just became a joke a little bit, but it's true. It's like, listen, I know a guy. I could help you out. Now, mm -hmm. my wife is a New York Italian, so it comes naturally a little bit when I, I it's just funny when I go, hey, listen, I know a guy. I'll help you out. No favor needed, you know. Um, and I referred him to Ira. Same thing. So good stuff. It's just about networking and helping others. Yeah. Just say a quick hello. We've got a few Andrea, Jack, and Barbara. Lovely to have you. And of course, obviously, hello. if you want to interrogate Joe, do drop your comments over. But of course, you know, I've got a few questions lined up for him as he's in the hot seat. Woo so, I'm good with that. <laughs> of course, because you're with me and it's health yeah. and well being. I, I, 
I, I'm, I'm ecstatic being with you, Liz. Ah, that gives me warm fuzzies. Everyone wants to give me warm fuzzies this week. Okay, so how does your health and well-being impact your profession? Well, that's that's actually a, a good question because one, you know, you did it in the post today, and you know, energy, you get more energy by exercising, mm -hmm. and it's almost like, man. I get more energy by exercising, but how am I going to get the energy to get up and exercise? You know, what, what, what is this? Is this a Pandora's box of some sort? But yeah. it, it is very, very true. You need to have that energy, those endorphins to go off and to help you. Yeah. I am more of a positive person. I do not like going down the negative rabbit holes at all. I like staying positive. I was always the glass half full, had a business partner, and he, he's a realist. He's not half full. He's not half empty. He was always a realist. But I was always the, oh, yeah, it's going to get done. Or it can happen. Because you're only going to get something done through positivity, at, that, at least in my thoughts. And when you fail, you just learn from it and keep moving forward. Yeah. However, going back to there, if, if you have the energy, if you're exercising and your health is good, you're going to keep going out there and moving. Just like this morning, I woke up 5.30 this morning, out of bed, knew what I was doing, um, went for a little bit a little bit of a walk uh, for about 45 minutes. Hey, yay. And, um, and I got the elliptical working again, and that's in the background. And I got the body bag and all that other stuff so I could and – and my weights in the back. Yeah. Yeah, I just use a bat for the the body bag. I'm not punching it. It's just a bat. No, I'm only kidding. Anyways, and and I'm already dressed ready for work and to go out. So right after I get done with this, I'm ready to take on the day and go out and help and add value to some of the retailers and people that I'm going to meet today. And the good thing you said, I'm doing it. You've done it in the morning. You've got up and done it, which means you don't have to sit and think I should do this later. Right. Thinks so you've got an amazing family. You know, you can spend the time with them or on LinkedIn socializing or networking. Yeah, I would I would go more of the socializing. So I have an amazing family, but I have three teenagers in the house. So dad is the last thing that they want to see um, every day, except when we eat dinner together. And and my wife, you know, she's amazing and, and she does her thing too. She's like buying these lounge fly backpacks and reselling and she does her own online business. So she does. When I, when I get home, I, I get done, but I actually have been trying to get myself in the habit of working out again mm -hmm. and doing another 45 minutes of working out on the elliptical, as a matter of fact. So that's just me, but I think it's, it's just about moving and, you know, if you if you keep moving, you feel great, and that's and that's myself. I don't want to be stuck in a place where I feel feel terrible, I guess, and I don't want to just because when you're when you're stagnant and you're not moving, I think depression comes in a little bit, and and it, and it can in your mind. You could start. We could go a whole nother direction on this. It's not even about Joe, the finance guy. We go into meditation and all that other stuff. But you you start thinking about other areas. Mm -hmm. um, like when you're just stagnant, your mind starts telling you different things. And sometimes, you know, the slightest pain, if I get a slight pain in my left arm and I'm not doing anything, I swear to God, I'm going, I'm thinking, 
I think it's a heart attack. <laughs> I, I really do. I, I'm coming along that age. And it's funny, in my family, I was talking to my mother about this, um, who survived COVID, as a matter of fact, and had both shots given, and she's she's doing great. She's in a rehab center right now, but um, she's doing really good. But her and I were talking, and one of the things she said, I, I asked her, was there any, like, really like heart disease or anybody get any stents or anything in our, in, in the family? No, that's the one thing I go, are you sure out of all the health things that we have, you want to wish this on us? No, no, I'm not. I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. If you're saying, no, we don't, I'm good. So, and she had to, she had to remind me, you know, you do eat pretty healthy. You're not like, like my father, I think it was three cheeseburgers a week, maybe two. And even when, I mean, he lived to not not old. He was, he passed away when he was 67. Mm. But And he passed away. It wasn't from that. He fell down and went, and he had a DNR. So not to go somber, but this was in 2014. So. Well, let's go slightly. Because okay, go ahead. What you said as well about exercise, it makes you think clearer. And yep. of course, as a finance guy, so we're going back to Joe, the finance guy as well. We're going back. Okay. Okay. Good. That's fine. That's fine. Um, if I came to you, I want some guy who's thinking clearly, who's given that honest answer. You know, if you think you can't help me, you can direct me a good way. So do you think you have leveled up your professional game because you've been more active? Because I know you've been also doing that 75 day thing as well. And you've yeah, 75 hard. Seems like it starts all over after a week every time, but that's all right. Um, yeah, because you slip one thing out of those five, you got to start all over. So, but I'm actually good. I like it. It's almost like a lifestyle. Um, yes, it does. It help me? Of course, it does. It. I, I for myself, I like to think when I talk to somebody, and that's in this day and age, it's. It's hard because you have social media, you got your phone. I mean, my God, you get an Apple Watch, and next thing you know, you get text right there, and you could talk to people just like you're Dick Tracy. Um, oh, Siri almost went off. Sorry. So, anyways, um, I think you have to be clear-headed and hear with the person when you're talking to them, and even the slightest distraction can bring something off. And I've been there too. I've I've been talking to somebody, and next thing you know, squirrel. Um. And you just you just lose focus. You want to have that when you're talking to a potential client, when you're talking to um, a retailer that's already doing business with you. They have to be the only one for you. That they, they, they're right there. That's them. That's your world at that moment. So once the spider's doing this, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm talking to you. Yeah, you know, and just completely disengaging and, and only actually. Oh, now you're going to bring up when we're on the coffee break. Hey, listen, I do that five times and I'm getting scorned for it. Oh my gosh. I'm only kidding. <laughs> hey, <it's wonderful. laughs> I know. No, that's all right. No. And it's true. You're right. It is. That is something that happens and we all do it. Yeah. We all do it at times. It just depends in our mind. We weigh things out. Is it important for us there? My lifeline are my retailers. Mm -hmm. You know, those are the people that I serve. And I'm not, I don't have any direct reports underneath me. Mm -hmm. I don't. I'm an area sales manager. I'm I'm Joe the finance guy. Mm -hmm. Um, but 
I'm a servant leader to the retailers that I serve. And all the retailers that have signed up with me, you know, I've signed up over a thousand these five plus years, um, thousand locations. And it's, I'm a servant leader to them. And that's how I, I look at it. And so th that's just me. I have to be there for them when they call. And I'll answer my phone or, well, I don't want to say I'll answer my phone every time, but if they text me, I'll get back with them right away. So obviously the last, you've said you've obviously been doing this five years. Obviously, I'm five plus years, yes. Five plus years, plus all the rest behind with give you the experience. Within the last 12 months, obviously, we've all been in, in I was going to say a shit show because, you know, that's kind of an English phrase. Oh, wow. Oh, uh, my gosh. Oh my You're God. over in the UK. Can you use that? No, I'm kidding. Yes. Yes. We've been all, all, you know, uncertain times. How has that affected not only your activity levels, but how have you managed to balance that up with obviously the changing times with being Joe, the finance guy, being super dad, being Batman in his cave? Um, done it? Be, being, being, let's, I, I, I don't know if I said this. I thought I did. Being super dad, I want to answer first. <laughs> I have teenage children that don't want anything to do with mom and dad. Super granddad, so, granddad, because I know your granddad. Oh, now the grand, now, hold on a minute. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Now you're talking about my two babies. Um, finding the time. I think the the best part, I don't want to say the best part of COVID because I, I but the best, the best part, if you had to look at, at the silver lining, was I was able to work from home and I was still one of the top reps doing it. I've had more touches. I was able to talk to more people because the thousand locations that I signed up, I got to be able to re-engage with them. When you're out driving every day, it's one thing, you know, because you're, you're driving and, but I was able to sit down and talk and I could bang out 50, 60, 70 calls a day and, and talk to people and do things on my time. And I still, I, I brought in over $30 million for the company last year. One of the top, um, reps last year for the company and it was, thank you. And it was a, a good feeling, a great feeling because I was able to help people get re-engaged and be able to talk to them when you're, when you're driving sometimes, remember the focus mm. when you're driving, you, you have to have the focus on the road. So when I'm talking to people and I notice myself doing this now, when I'm driving, my brain is more focused on the road versus what we're talking about hmm. sometimes you could slip especially if somebody cuts you off you know what i'm talking about oh yeah um oh i wasn't talking to you sir it was this idiot that just uh <laughs> this cut me off but but anyways um when you're when you're talking to someone you call them up and you're explaining hey listen this is how you know this is something new for our program why don't you try this let me help you with this part um, I want to put, you know, I would put people on my website too, like the partners tab and it would work and help them. And then they would start doing business with us again. So it helped me during that time for work-wise. Mm -hmm. And it also helped um, being that I could see the grandkids. They were just right upstairs. So my wife watches them 
So I could just go up there and see him whenever I want to. And the youngest one, she just adores Pa. She just loves me to death. So it's just great. Um, the older one is, she calls me Bat Paw all the time. <laughs> so, yeah, when she sees Batman, she starts going, hey, it's Pa. It's Pa. It's Pa. So it's, they're just, it's great. It's great being around them. But for my other kids, yeah, no. Um, yeah, they don't. My son plays video games and he'll come and dad, you want to play video game with me? You know, like online, but that's about it. That's kind of your way to bond with your son now. Yeah, that is. Um, I, I can't bond with the girls anymore. I, I think they'll come back to me. Mm. And I, I did this, my, my oldest one, Cass, she's 28 and there's a 10 year difference between, you know, our, my oldest and the next one. We wanted the babysitter first, so that's why we did what we did. And she she was like that when she was a teenager. And and so, but she came back to me slightly but surely. And it's funny, all the kids think everybody else is my favorite. I don't have favorites. I don't. They 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 call me a liar now with the grandkids, but out of my children, no, no favorites. Yeah. And it's just funny. They'll they'll each think one or the other because I try to have those different times with them. Mm-hmm. You know, Logan and I bond, you know, through the video games and, and through different things. He's very he's very Sheldon from Big Bang. So bonding with him, um, he has no empathy. So it's it's a little bit hard at times because he just thinks logically about everything and not a bad thing. I'm just trying to teach him more em- on the to be empathetic. Um, on you know Sierra, she is just like me. She is funny. She is quick witted. If yeah. there is a joke to be told, and you've been with you know with me, we've been on calls before, and you know I'll try to make a joke or something like that, and I can make people laugh. She even rivals me. That, you know, she beats me probably by one or two seconds on saying stuff if it comes out. So I I could see her as a stand-up comedian and following in that type of footstep like I did, you know, a long time ago. Um, And then we get to Tori, my my 18-year-old, and it's her senior year. She's... How would you feel on your senior year and you're not allowed to go out or do anything? You know, I know I was partying hard on my senior year and yeah, she's just, but a straight A's good kid. Mm. Um, she's in marching band, um, Nipe, you know, indoor percussion ensemble. Great. She plays a bunch of instruments, uh, just a good kid all around. So, and she's going to ball state afterwards. So she's going to, she's going to do really good. And then, Cass was the oldest, and I call her, um, and I heard this on a show before, but I I remember Cass saying something to me about a dad issue, you know, like a dad issue. Like I did something, let one of the kids do something, and she looked at me and she goes, you would never let me do that. You were our throwaway pancake. You know what? You know you know how you make that first pancake and it doesn't turn out right? You you don't eat it. You just throw it away. Just it made the mistake. I go like this. 
The first pound uh, is always bad, so you make a little one, and well, then you, you well, give it to you, annoyed you guys. Right, so that's what I did. I, I guess it was a bad choice of words when I said the throwaway pancake. She uh, And I have a lot of empathy, but I was trying to make the joke. So yeah. I thought it was funny. And then I, I think I hurt her feelings a little bit. I go, let me explain all the mistakes I did with you. I don't want to do them again. Yeah. I don't want to go through the whole arguing and losing time and stuff. So, But that's how I, I'm dead. And then with um, with my wife, I could not have asked for a more supportive person that would, that would be there for me. She, she, I've always said I needed somebody, uh, you know, I'm a Chicago boy at heart. So I needed somebody stronger than a Chicago boy to keep me or Chicago boy. I need somebody stronger than somebody from, uh, than somebody from Chicago to keep me in line. So it took a New York Italian to keep me in line. And it was just funny where we met. We we met in South Carolina. Uh, she was working at Lowe's, and uh, she the first word she ever said to me was, "What you doing behind my counter?" <laughs> and I was trying to explain to her that I'm loss prevention. I'm allowed to be here. Um, I loved her accent, and she she actually loved mine too because I I, I wasn't I didn't you know I. I just talked, I guess, as she put it, I talked like close, like where she was from. But it was fun. I mean, and it was history from there. We've been together ever since. September 8th, 1998 is our when we officially started dating. Well, you do now realize we've just passed our anniversary of knowing each other. We connected on January the 26th, 2020. Did we? January 20th. It, has it only been 2020? 2020? Really? Yeah. And I'm the one that brought you into like with Kelly and all them too, didn't I? Gosh, I thought it was longer than that, Liz. January 26, 2020. Well, that's awesome. Well, I'm glad because you, you, I'm best connection request I could have ever made. Uh, but that's the power of networking because you forget time loses meaning. It, it does. I I feel like I've known you for a lot lot longer than that. I'd say at least three or four years. Is that a couple? But, yeah, but but that's all right. You know, some of the one of my best friends, um, he's a CEO of a an LTO or an RTO company called Buddies, and we always joke we've known each other for twenty years, going on fifty. So it just it seems like that because we know each other mm. because we've been around each other for so long. So. Yeah. Yep. Who's been the greatest influence in your life? Because obviously you said about all these great connections you have, the amazing fam you have. Oh, great. gosh. The greatest influences in my life. You know, I'm getting teary-eyed just because I'm thinking of him. Um, it, it would be my dad. My dad really was. My dad was not. He's everything I'm not. Mm. And I think I only look at that as the, the bad sides because he, he was that type of person. He never fought with his siblings, which I always thought was a bunch of crock. Yeah. And Aunt Sue, Uncle John, Uncle Ken, if you're watching this, I still don't believe it. I think you guys fought, but whatever. Because my brother and I, 
we would fight like cats and dogs. Yeah. And, you know, we never fought. Well, I don't know what kind of family you guys are growing up in, but that makes no sense. But my dad was such a great person. You know, my my uncle fell down one time on a bus when they were younger, um, gashed his skull. My dad scooped him up and they ran to the hospital so that he could get stitches and stuff. And that's my dad was such a good hearted, never said a bad word about anyone. He would always help people and he was so understanding. He, he would, I, I wish I was like him as a father. I, he was my best friend. Mm -hmm. I, I telling you, I still, I remember right before he passed away in 2014, I'm 34. No, am I 34? I'm four, 44. I'm 44. Had to think about how old I was. I'm 44 at the time. And we, I, I was lucky to see him before he passed away. I don't know if I ever told you the story, Liz. Um, I won this thing. I was working for Renaissance Center at the time, Acceptance Now. And I won basically a week off. A, a week off through this ring of bell or whatever. Number one sales with, the, with my team. So we went to the Comic Con in Chicago. Which was awesome. It was at the Rosemont Horizon. We got the Hilton over there. Um, I met, even though I didn't know who he was, I just started watching Walking Dead during pandemic, so I never knew who he was. But I met one of the guys in Walking Dead, Daryl. Mm -hmm. He actually bumped into my wife, and we were on the elevator together and stuff. I didn't know who he was. I didn't even care. I mean, if it was Robert Downey Jr., it'd be one thing, but it was Daryl. Now I would have cared. I was like, man, you know, because obviously I watched it so much. But anyways, um, we went to dinner with him that um, one of the nights and I saw him and I remember and he looked strong. He looked like my father from when I was a teenager again. And it's funny how we revert back to different things like we revert back to our like older, you know, your younger selves, excuse me. Yep. And I remember him coming around the corner. We were waiting in front of like his apartments on Lakeshore Drive um, in in uh, Chicago. And he came around the corner because he, he thought we'd be at the restaurant down the way. And he goes, Joey, what, what are you doing? We're waiting for you at the restaurant. I, I've never been here before. I don't know what restaurant. He goes like this. Well, we're waiting down there for you. So, you know, one, the first time, I mean, I'm getting chastised by my father. I haven't seen him in a while. And I go, well, hi, nice to see you too. And he came over and he gave me a big hug and I still kiss him. You know, 44 years old, I'm still kissing my father. And he smelled like brute. He always wore brute after shave. Always. When I think of my father, I think of brute. Yeah. And we go to the restaurant. And my aunt was there. We had the whole family. And I'm just making jokes the whole time. And my dad's um, girlfriend at the time. And I'm making jokes and seeing him laugh. And I used to love making him laugh. That was like my goal in life to make him laugh. And he did. I mean, when he laughed, it was just, it's just such a genuine laugh. So fast forward, great visit. Best visit ever that I've had with my father. We're driving home, and I remember talking to him in the car. I was in the Batmobile. The family was in there. I go, Dad, 
I, and his girlfriend, I guess, had a lot of money too. Um, not a guess. I know she did. And I said, dad, if you decide to marry her, you have my blessing. And when can I start calling her mom and give you my Christmas list? He goes, Joe, I, I don't know if it'd be like that. And I go like, I'm just saying you got my blessing, dad. I love you. And hung up the phone. We get home. And the next day, my uncle calls me and he goes, Joe, I got some bad news. And I go, what's that? That? And he goes, your dad passed away um, today. And I, my uncle has a dry sense of humor. And I, I, I mean, with me, I could take it. I know that's not funny to joke about, but Ken, I just seen dad, you know, he's there. Joey, he really did. He fell and he had the DNR. And I knew he had the DNR because of um, something that happened before. And it crushed me. I remember falling to the ground in the kitchen and and um, I didn't know what to do. And I still don't. I, 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 I wish I could call him. And I'm not the only one that feels that way. My other brother, he feels the same too. And... And it was hard. He was the greatest influence on me on what to do to be a better person and how he would do things for people. He would do things for my brother and my family that. You got me well as well now. I'm sorry. That I normally wouldn't do. And my, um, my brother now, I sort of picked up the mantle a little bit because it, my brother would never ask me for anything ever because of our rivalry growing up he would never and i remember calling him up you know like last year or something like that i go listen you need anything i want you to call me mm. you know that would be the right thing to do because no matter what you and i are blood we are full blood you know you're my you're my brother mm. and you and i only have each other as you know stepkey dad's not here but dad's inside me just like dad's inside you. So He's still with that's, that's, that's it. I'm sorry. I didn't, I did not want to go that route, but you asked and there are so many other influence, uh, influential people, but the one that got me to do whatever I wanted to, mm -hmm. to, uh, if I had a dream just to go follow it, it's my father. And I was, I wouldn't have been a stand-up comedian if it wasn't for him. You know, I wouldn't have tried it. I wouldn't have gone into the military at 17 years old if it wasn't for him. I wouldn't have kept, um, God, when they told me I would never walk, you know, by the time I'm 20, I would be in a wheelchair or on crutches for the rest of my life. I wouldn't have tried to do anything to fix that if it wasn't for him. So... He he he's he meant a lot to me, and I wish I had the same relationship with my mother. Mm. I do, and I I don't for for unresolved issues, but I don't have that same relationship. So I try to be be like that with my kids, but I'm not I'm not my dad. I yeah. wish I could be. So I'm just a clown at the house too. You're special. You are special. Yeah. Oh, and, I I and am, and my kids would tell you that too. See? But I don't think they mean it in the nice way that you're saying. And of course, when they get older, 
they will turn around and go, I wish I was the man like my father was. Maybe, you know? and maybe they do that. I've got the same thing because I get on really well with my mum, but not my dad. Me and my dad clash. We've got so many similarities, but also polar opposites. And me and my mum have got similarities, and again, some ways polar opposites. But the quality I've got similar to my mum means we get on. Me and my dad, I've walked out the door. We've not spoken for months. We've had the clashes. That's that's the same with that. That's like it is with my mother. I don't. Um, I did call her. Yes, I called her on Sunday because I was thinking of her when I was driving, um, just to see how she was. Good. Totally out of character for me, but she uh, she even said she goes. I told you if I ever went into an old this or no. Now she's in a rehab center. She's getting out in in less than a week, so she's gonna be out. And, and fine and go back to her apartment. But she said something. She goes, this is why I'll never go into the nursing home. You and your brothers will never visit me or call me or do anything. All right. Uh, you're probably right, mom, on that one. I'm not going to lie to you. I probably will not. But my wife is the one that got, um, it got me closer with my family, believe it or not. Not my father, but with like my brothers and everything else, and my mother, she she loves my mom. Mm. So, well, she didn't grow up with her like I did, but whatever. <laughs> but that's okay. Um, but I agree with you the same way. So, sorry, next question. <laughs> well, we've been talking for quite a while. So, actually, the next question is, what's one bit of advice? Because obviously we've got a few guys listening, and obviously there's quite a bit of support if you've seen the comments. What's the one bit of advice you would give to everyone that's listening or listens to this? Whew, one bit of advice. Like, which way do you want me to go? I mean, I could go in so many directions. Um, I could go into take action now. If you have something that you want to do, go and do it. Do whatever you believe. If if it's going to give you joy or or if you want to better yourself, if there's something you want to do, just go do it. I've, I've always been the type of person that if something, if I needed to do something in my life, guess what? I was going out there to do it. I was going out there to make a difference in some way, shape or form. And, you know, I, I always wanted to do stand up comedy. So when I got out of the military, I'll tell you something. That was one of the first things I wanted to do. And I learned from it. I did learn. I remember coming in third place out of 10 comedians and the two other guys that beat me out were Jewish. I'm Catholic. So, and nothing happened to me when I was growing up. So there was nothing. I mean, father Folger, father McArdle. I never, everything was good. I mean, nothing ever happened bad over there. So no scandals. Um, so I couldn't talk about that, but they were just hilarious. I remember they, they were just funny, but it takes a lot of work, especially if you want to do clubs and everything else. And I wanted money then I didn't want, you know, I didn't want to, I didn't want to pay my dues, but I did like the feeling of making people laugh. And I think I still have like one of the pictures of me in that night when I performed and I had one of my vests on, I had a vest, but it was uh, with killer whales on it. I mean, I just, I remember that. I don't know why. And, um, but it would be, if I had to say anything to anyone, if you want to take a chance at something, just do it. 
just do it because you only live once mm -hmm. and it, you don't want to go through regrets. I'm more of the type that I believe in tan T A N take action now. And if you take action now and anything you want to do, guess what? You'll, you'll get a lot farther. And I know Scotty Schindler talks about the extra mile. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Go the extra mile every day. Just do it. So if someone wants to take action now and get hold of Joe, the finance guy, how's the best way to do if, it? If they do, the best way would be, well, connect with me on LinkedIn, please. Um, go to my website, joethefinanceguy.com. If you, if you have your own website, I'd be more than happy to put a backlink and put you on, uh, on my partner's tab on there. Um, but go to joethefinanceguy.com. That would be the best way. And the easiest way is links are in the comments. Yeah, links are in the comments. Did you put them in? I did. You're just awesome, see? Because yeah. I wouldn't do I mean, I'm telling you, right when I get off this, I'm getting the Batmobile and going. Yep, your LinkedIn profile, your business page, and your website all went on there. You so. are awesome, Liz. Hey. I do appreciate that. See, I could keep talking all day to you. I know, yeah. but I also know that we better stop because you and I, I could talk all day. And I know. Make work I know. And yeah, all this sort of thing. So thank you, Joe, for your time. It's been amazing as always. Thank you. And to everyone who's listened, joined us, thank you so much. And for all the supportive comments, they've been lovely to see. And have a good day, afternoon, evening, sleep, whatever it suits. <laughs> Bye.